0: the cocks come and preach. Let's lift our hands and give God the praise for the man of God. Hallelujah, God, we worship you, God. We magnify you today, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I feel like one of the biggest things that bothers me as an evangelist, and has often calls me to walk out of pulpits, asking myself the question, Is there anything more that I could have done? It is when we come into a, a service like this one, where there is an obvious sovereign move of the Holy Ghost. And in that service are people in various stages. People on their way to hell, people in need of healing, people in need of salvation, people in need of freedom over addictions, secret struggles that nobody but them and Jesus knows about. And yet, in a place like this with the presence of God so thick, they can still walk out without ever making a move to respond to the presence of God. And I confess, I've walked out of many pulpits and started looking into it, saying, God, is there anything more I could have said, anything more I could have done? And while I'm willing to realize that I could always do better, I feel like God impressed upon me. I built a garden. Everything was perfect. And my first two converts still walked out on me. I want you to understand today what a church service is. It's a divine appointment. It's an opportunity for God to intervene in your life. It's it's a place where God's trying to pump the brakes in your life and say, slow down for just a moment. Let's navigate some stuff. Let's deal with some stuff. Let's dig some stuff out. But God can't fix one thing that you hold your hands on to and won't let go of. And I feel like God is telling someone today, it's reckoning day. It's time to loosen your grip and say, God, enough running my life away from you. And it's time to just open up and lay everything on the altar and let the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus that is in this place begin to obliterate some things in your life and walk out of here saying, that was the day that everything changed. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house today. Praise God. Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse number 17. Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse number 17. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman. Unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. See, you thought preaching was just something that the preacher just was trying to find some clever thought, some clever title to get your attention. God said, No, this is a warning from me to my people. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity but thou hast delivered thy soul. He's giving us the ultimate job of the preacher. It's to get in between people in hell and preach a warning in hopes that they turn around. I'm going to withhold my title for a few moments, and I wonder if you'd just lift your hands, lift your voices, and I need prayer warriors to pray in the Holy Ghost right now that God's perfect will would be done. I need those that are sensitive to the Holy Ghost to step in gear right now, to lift your voice above a whisper. If you know how to be sensitive to the voice of God, I ask you to help me pray right now. God, I love you. God, you've come to seek and to save the lost in this place today. God, let your perfect will be done in this congregation. Hallelujah. God, let there be an old-time anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. Hear us today, God. Let there be salvation and miracles take place in this service. Somebody just tapped in right now for 30 more seconds. Follow what you feel in the Holy Ghost. My God, I feel something happening right now in the Holy Ghost. I feel like God just stepped up to the front door of someone's life and started knocking, saying, today's the day to open that door. Today is your day. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I've not come today to be deep, to try and impress anyone today. I don't even expect to be very long but I've come to reach people in this house today. There are people in this building running from God, but you're in the right place today. There are people here struggling, fighting temptations, battling with your flesh, fighting with your emotions and your thoughts, chaos and turmoil in your life, and you're blaming everything going on around you. It's not a social disorder you've got. It's not an issue with your family. It's not an issue with the president. It's not an issue with the mayor. We don't have a government problem. We've got a sin problem. It's a sin issue that causes the chaos in the world that we are living in. I was turned in my stomach as I read about murderers in New York signing a law that up till the day before a baby is born in the, out of the womb, They can take his life, and I remember reading that, and tears came to my eyes, and I thought, my God, how far are we going to go before you take the church out of here? Because what's to stop people from saying, well, we've legalized same-sex marriage. What's wrong with pedophilia? Let a child decide who he wants to love and how he wants to be loved. And and if we can murder our children literally the day before they're born, what's to say up to two years old if we decide we don't want the child? uh, After all, it's my... I'm telling you, we're living in a wicked world. Uh, We're living in a perverted society. Uh, We are living in a messed up world. Uh, And it absolutely baffles me how there are people among the people of God that think Think uh, things like Hollywood and sin and worldliness uh, is just a game and that it's innocent and that we're just playing. Uh, I'm telling you, this world is not playing games. Uh, It is an aggressive spirit of hell uh, that is trying to tear down, break down, and pervert uh, the sanity uh, of our young people that is trying to destroy families. Uh, I'm telling you, you need to get something in your spirit. Uh, Sin is not a game. Uh, Sin is not pretty. Uh, sin is not something that can be tolerated uh, and that can be handled. Uh, i am tell you there's no more voice of the Antichrist uh, than the spirits of Hollywood uh, that are telling our world uh, that everything this Bible preaches is evil. Uh, my God, there ought to be something that rises up in you uh, that says I refuse to sacrifice my children uh, on the altars of secular thought uh, and on the altars of secular persuasion. Uh, I want my daughter growing up knowing there's only a male and a female. And that's how God made it. I want my daughter growing up knowing what a family looks like. And I've come to preach to some young people in this place. Don't go down the road of sin. Sin is not pretty. Sin is not easy. And sin is not a toy. Sin is destructive. Sin destroys minds. Sin destroys the soul. And I've come to stand in this pulpit and proclaim, I don't care what governors sign into law, there is still a word of God that shines bright in the midst of darkness. I defy the spirit of this age uh, that tell us you're going to have to just live with your addictions uh, and live with your sin uh, and there is no deliverance and there is no victory. Uh, The devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. Uh, You are not in a dead church today. Uh, You're in a church where God obliterates the darkness, uh, where you can get the victory and keep the victory. Oh, somebody lift your hands and love him right now. Come on. We've got a sin problem. It ain't time to tiptoe around it. It ain't time for people to be silent. Uh, and I curse the spirit of timidness uh, that is causing people to be afraid uh, of being separated. Uh, and the spirit of timidness that is causing people to be afraid to stand up for the Word of God. Uh, I've come to preach the spirit of timidness uh, off of this generation. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, we've got a feminist movement uh, that is trying to obliterate our genders and obliterate uh, the role that God gave us uh, Can I tell you there's no greater movement in the world uh, that empowers women than the apostolic church. Uh, We're telling women uh, you don't have to cut your hair off. uh, You don't have to change the color of your skin. uh, You don't have to paint your face. uh, You don't have to pierce your body. You're beautiful the way God made you. uh, And you can be in the midst of this chaotic world. Uh, You can stand up and say, I am not dependent uh, on a substance from this world. Uh, I don't need their jewelry. Uh, I don't need to paint my face. God got it right the first time. Uh, My God, are we in an apostolic church right now? Uh, I'll tell you what liberates men uh, is saying God made it right the first time. Uh, I'm going to be what God made me to be. Uh, I can live free uh, of this oppressive spirit uh, that is pervading our world. Uh, I'm telling you, God knows what he's doing. Uh, He's got his hand in your life. Our media is broken. They're telling our world that sin is good and good is evil. And God gave the preacher an ultimate purpose to give the people a warning that does not just come from my own opinions, but He said, give them a warning from me that there's pressure on preachers from our world to be silent, to keep their mouths shut. To not be too direct to not be too specific, to not be too confrontational. And I do not advocate mean spirits, but I advocate honest spirits, that the job of the preacher is not to stand in your face and tell you you're a good sinner while you're on your way to hell. The job of the preacher is to get in between you and hell and say, let's fix what's causing the issues in your life and save your soul. This spirit of silencing the pulpit is trying to creep among the church of God. Uh, we've got safe spaces in our society. Uh, this is a reflection of a hell spirit uh, that is trying to obliterate uh, the voice of God to the people of God. Uh, don't say anything that upsets me. Uh, don't say anything that goes against my lifestyle. Uh, don't trigger me with your voice. Uh, don't trigger me with truth. Uh, just let me follow my emotions. Uh, let me follow my flesh. Uh, let me follow my lust. Uh, but while the world is plunging Headlong into hell. I refuse to be a part of a church that sin has a safe space. There is no safe space for pornography in the church of God, there is no safe space for depression among the people. There is no safe space for alcoholism among the people of God. There is no safe space for immorality in the house of God. We've got to preach sin out. There's people on their way to hell. We've got to get in between them and hell and say, hey, God's got a plan for your life. God's fighting for your soul. Quit playing with sin. By God, somebody lift your hands and worship him right now. Come on, I feel a heaviness from God on my spirit. I've come to reach for people that are playing games with this world. I've come to reach for people that are on the edge of the house of God. You pass through the building, but you never stay till you're in the body. You come into the congregation to worship, but you don't come to repent of your sins. I've come to preach. I do you a disservice if I just say thank you for your worship while you've still got sin in your life because true worship is more than waving your hand and singing a song. True worship uh, is a heart uh, that's been washed by the blood of the Lamb Uh, that says I have been liberated uh, from every bondage of oppression uh, of my past uh, and I'm no longer bound by sin. Uh, That's when true worship uh, begins to be birthed uh, as a testimony in this world. Uh, I've been set free. Uh, I've been delivered. Come on, we ought to pray right now. We ought to worship the King right now. Come on, I'm feeling the pressure. I'm about to dig. I'm going to be specific. And I'm feeling the pressure. But I've got a pressure from heaven that is greater than the pressure of this world. I've got to preach it. Because God said they're going to go to hell anyway. At least try to get in between them and say, you don't have to go there. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to do that. I realize... There is a mandate on me every time I walk to the pulpit. And that's why no one has greater insecurities about the message they preached. Except for the one that preached it. Because when you read... And when you weep, and when you warn people, pastor, and you can't seem to get them to an altar, you walk away beating yourself up, saying, God, could I have said more? Could I have done more? Because I've got to do the best I can. Because I've got great pressure coming from heaven on me. He said, listen, you're going to have to risk getting them upset at you. You're going to have to risk being mad that they, that you told them the truth. Because if they're going to perish and you don't say nothing, see, I can't just come to church. And just live life I've got, I've got another standard being applied to me as a preacher I have an oper- I have a burden on me I've got a mandate from heaven I can't just come to church As a preacher of the gospel And let people go to hell And keep my mouth shut Because God said while well, they're still lost I'm going to hold you responsible Because you didn't say anything about it I've come to preach to some people in this house today Hell is too hot And too long For you to make a mistake and spend eternity lost because there were things in this world that you thought you could not live without. I've got pressure from heaven today that's preaching a warning saying somebody needs to get in an altar and stay there until the chains of sin is broken in their life. Until the lifting... Come on. I feel something happening right now. God's saying, get in between them and hell and tell them to scream a warning to them and tell them to pump the brakes, to turn this thing around, to quit playing games with God, to quit coming and lifting their hands, but going back to sin. I'm not here to entertain people today. I'm here to preach to you about the great gift of salvation. I want you to understand. You may think I'm being overly dramatic, but I'm not being dramatic enough. Every service is a life and death situation. Every single time that I walk to this pulpit and open my Bible, I can't fool around. I can't be intimidated. Your pastor cannot be afraid because we understand this is heaven and hell hanging in the balance for somebody. Because I don't know where people are at. I don't know how close some are to throwing in the towel. I don't know the devils in hell that are talking to people in this building, telling you suicide is the best option that you've got. I've got to stand up and tell you there is a better way. There is a cross. There is blood. There is forgiveness. There is mercy. And you don't have to go to... I've come to preach to the backslider in this house today. You know too much to go to hell. God's got too much invested in you. I've come to preach to the church member that's growing cold. Get a fire back in your spirit. You've got to be saved. Every voice lifted, let's worship the king right now. to just come to church you've got to be changed by the power of God's spirit it's not good enough to just be in the building thank God you're here keep coming. The chances are better the more messages you're hearing. But you've got to do more than just to come to church. You've got to be changed. You've got to be saved. You can't live for God and still keep blowing your smoking cigarettes in his face. You can't have the victory when you're still giving into your flesh and it's anger and it's bitterness and it's problem. I'm going to make people uncomfortable. I get it. But I've got too much pressure coming down from above today. You can't You can't live with the victory as long as you keep sitting down, uh, and turning on that television, uh, and watching people commit sexual acts with people they're not married with, uh, and being entertained by the murder, and the violence, uh, and the profanity, uh, and the immorality, Uh, and you wonder where all these immoral thoughts are coming from, uh, and you wonder where you're battling these spirits of hell, uh, and you're wondering why all these things are happening in your life, uh, but you've got a steady diet uh, of sin feeding your thoughts, uh, and feeding your attitude. Uh, I've come to get in front of you and say, hey, you're picking up speed, uh, and you're headed in the wrong direction, uh, but God sent a preacher uh, to get him between you in prayer and between you and hell uh, and act like he's lost his mind uh, and beg you to say, hey, uh, turn it around. Uh, God's got his hand on your life. Preacher pastored on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, Louisiana. And there's a lot of great bridges. In Louisiana, over long stretches of water, water. the longest, I believe, is called the Atchafalaya Basin, and it's miles and miles and miles of over nothing but watery swampland, and it was one of these long bridges. This preacher was driving one night, uh, and this is where I'm fixing it. This is what I've got your attention to preach to you about. This is what I've come to do, uh, and I'm only going to preach a few more moments. uh, But he he was driving one night, him and his wife. uh, It was late at night, uh, and as they were cruising down this bridge, uh, he looked, and it looked like there was someone standing in the middle of the road, uh, waving his hands, uh, and he was trying to look in the distance, uh, and he began to get nervous, wondering, what's happening out here? Uh, So he got over in the next lane, uh, and that crazy person jumped into that lane, uh, and was jumping up and down and hollering. And so he thought, I can speed up and I'll jerk to the other lane. And as he sped up and jerked in the other lane, the guy uh, And rolled over in front of the car. uh, And he managed to slam his brakes uh, and jerk the wheel to the side to barely miss him. uh, And as he spun that car and he got out. uh, And he was nervous. He's fearful. He told his wife to stay in the car. uh, He's angry. uh, In the middle of the night, some crazy lunatic. uh, Don't know what he's going to do. uh, And as he jumps out of that car on that bridge. uh, And he screams at that man. uh, And says, have you lost your mind? What do you think you are doing? Uh, The man had tears running down his face and was out of breath uh, and was soaking wet uh, and he grabbed that preacher uh, and he said preacher you don't understand Uh, a barge broke loose on the river uh, and came through and swept out the bridge Uh, he said I was on a bus uh, and my bus went right over the side uh, and I barely managed to climb out the back window uh, and I'm the only one that survived uh, and I'm screaming and acting this way uh, because the bridge is out uh, and I don't want you to take your family uh, into that water Uh, that preacher said tears ran down my face And he said, the man I had just been so mad at uh, had become my best friend. He said, I wrapped my arms around him uh, and said, thank you, sir, for risking your life to save me. Uh, I've come to preach to somebody today. The bridge is out. uh, And you've got the pedal to the metal. uh, And you think you've got everything under control. uh, And you're saying, preacher, leave me alone. uh, But this preacher has lost his mind uh, because I've seen down the road. uh, And I'm telling somebody, the bridge is out. uh, The bridge is out. You've got to get a hold of something. My God, I feel something breaking right now. So, come on, I feel conviction. God's come to deal with the spirit of rebellion. The bridge is out. You're heading at a fast pace, off an abyss into destruction. And I know I may be making you upset, but I'm your best friend. I'm trying to stop the car. I'm i got somebody fill after the Holy Ghost. This is where I need my prayer warriors. This is where I need people that know how to pray in the Holy Ghost to lift your voice. I've come to preach to the struggler. I've come to preach to those bound by the vehicle of false doctrine. You need the Holy Ghost to liberate you. The bridge is out, and you're headed over the edge if you don't hit the brakes. Go ahead. I'm waiting on the Lord right now. I'm not nervous to do things like this. I'm letting God do some work right now. Somebody fill after the Holy Ghost. You hear me, young lady. You hear me, young couple. I know what you're doing. You're looking out the window saying, but there's clear skies. You're pushing the pedal down. You're shifting into fifth gear. And you're saying, but the weather's clear. There's no rain today. There's no snow falling. Uh, Preacher, you're a little bit too dramatic. Uh, Everything is smooth. Uh, I'm fine like I am. Uh, The weather, the skies are clear. There's not a cloud in the sky. Uh, I don't know why you're screaming like a lunatic. Uh, I don't know why you're making such a big deal about sin. Uh, There's people in vehicles uh, called false doctrine uh, that are plunging into the depths of hell uh, because they don't have the right message of salvation. Uh, And to those of you that are in that vehicle, uh, I've come to declare there's only one road. Uh, You can go down the broad road. Uh, You take that wrong turn uh, and you think there's more people here. Uh, But there's only one gospel message uh, to save sinners from going over the edge. Uh, Acts 2 38, repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, That's not a way. It's the only message. It's the only way to be Be born again of the water and of the spirit. It's the only way to be converted. You can't believe your way through. You'll go right over the bridge. You can't just say, I accept the Lord. You'll end up in a water. But brother, I've come to scream in front of you and say, turn the vehicle around while you've still got road to turn around in. No, I've got it under control. I've just got it on cruise right now. There's no bumps on this highway. The wind's not even blowing. Uh, What are you making such a big deal about? Uh, It's not really that serious. Uh, I'm driving this car. Uh, I'm in control of my life. Uh, You're driving vehicles of pride. Uh, You're driving vehicles of things in the world Uh, that you don't want to let go of. Uh, And you're pushing down the pedal Uh, and you're picking up pace Uh, and you're saying it's a wide open highway. Uh, I've got plenty of time uh, to deal with sin later. Uh, I've got plenty of time. Uh, I wish this preacher would get out of my lane. Uh, I wish this preacher'd get out of my face. And this preacher's up here saying, I wish God would give me liberty to walk down this aisle and point my finger in some faces and say, You're about to go over the bridge. But I've come to tell you, God's got a warning. He's saying, Hit the brakes. There's mercy here. There's forgiveness here. There's salvation here. There's deliverance here. Don't just slow down uh, because even moving slow in sin leads to destruction. You've got to stop the car. Uh, You've got to get out uh, and say, I'm not going that way anymore. You lift your voice all over this house and begin to pray right now. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. Here's the problem that's bothering me today is God just told me to come tell somebody that the bridge is out ahead. But what he didn't allow me to see is how much road you have left before you get there. Some of you are already living on the extended mercies of God. And I know you think I just tried to drum up some good message that might play with your emotions. No, no. This is a big deal to me. I believe in eternity so strongly. And I believe that the gospel is so right that everyone that has not been born of the water and the spirit will end up in eternity in hell. And I believe this message so strong uh, that I believe people that sit on church pews uh, but ain't got their heart right and are still playing with sin uh, are going to go to hell uh, knowing that the bridge was out uh, and picked up speed anyway. Uh, and I cannot sleep at night uh, when I feel this uh, if I don't get in a pulpit and act like a wild man uh, and scream the bridges out. Uh, yes, I'm getting in your lane. Uh, yes, uh, I'm getting in your face. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying sin is evil. Uh, yes, uh, I'm. Saying you need to get some stuff out of your house. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying you need to get some addictions out of your life. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying quit playing games with the world. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying lay sin down. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying it's start time to live modest. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying you need to pray through to the Holy Ghost. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying get the pornography off your computer. Uh, yes, uh, I'm saying if you've got to do it, get a flip uh, so that you can survive uh, without going over the bridge. Uh, I'm trying to get in your lane, uh, and I'm saying the bridge is out. Uh, You need the Holy Ghost. Uh, You need forgiveness. Uh, God, let a spirit of repentance uh, sweep this house. Uh, Let there be old time conviction uh, that begins to prick the heart. Uh, Let somebody hit the brakes. Uh, My God, pray. Church, I need every voice lifted right now. The bridge is out. Won't you repent before you run out of road? My God, I feel a pull in this house. I feel a pull in this house. My God, there it is. Come on. Come on. Come on. Someone's almost to the end of that road. You're looking at your window. You're looking at the sky, and it's a smooth sailing. But you can't see that just a half mile ahead, the bridge has been knocked out, and you're headed to your destruction. You're saying, I'll do it my own way. I'll drive this vehicle the way I want to drive it. You get out of my lane. No. Hear this, preacher. God's got moved heaven and earth for you. Uh, God's planted a cross uh, in between you and hell. Uh, God's planted an upper room uh, in between you and hell. Uh, And he sent this preacher to say, quit making decisions uh, that don't include God. Uh, Let God get a hold of you. Grab the person next to you and begin to pray for them right now. No, 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 Cornerstone. It ain't time to lower your voice. It's time to lift your voice. Young man, young man, you're shifting gears and you're picking up speed and you're blazing down a highway where the only thing that's at the end of it is destruction. God's come to talk to you today. You've been doing stuff that you thought nobody knew about. God came to help you pump the brakes today. God came to say, Hold on. I've got plans for your life. And it's not for you to spend an eternity in hell. I've got plans for you, young couple. And I know the devil's trying to make inroads. That's it, pray, cornerstone. But I've come to get in between you and the voices of hell and tell you eternity's too long for you to go over that bridge because you get too mad at the crazy guy that's in your lane. I'm pleading with you. What's it going to take? What more does God have to do to reach you? What more has to be preached? What more has to be done? God's been knocking on your door. God's been pulling you to the altar. God's been dealing with your heart. And you just keep picking up speed. You just keep saying, preacher, leave me alone. You just keep saying, leave my vehicle alone. Leave my lifestyle alone. But would you hear this preacher screaming in your ear, the bridge is out. And you've got to turn it around. Would you stand to your feet all over this house? I need an intercessor to lift your voice. Can you create an atmosphere of prayer? Come on. Don't let that vehicle of pride get out of control. Come on. Don't let things, come on, what's it going to take to save you? What's it going to take to get you to pray through just coming and sin on the pews not enough. That car's in cruise control and the bridge is out. Come on, it's time to pray. Till you pray through to the Holy Ghost. People are getting mad at the crazy man in your lane that's covered with water and acting like he's lost his mind. But you don't realize the man that's in this pulpit is your best friend. Leave sin alone. Get in this altar and say, God search me. This altar's open and it's not a call. It's an altar pool. I pull for everybody that can hear my voice. I. Beg i you to get out of your pew uh, and run to this altar, uh, slam the brakes on that vehicle you're riding in, uh, and say, God, uh, I'm not going over the bridge. Uh, I'm not speeding down this highway of life uh, in my vehicle of self-will. I've got nothing to prove. Uh, God, I'm leaving this stuff behind. Uh, No more being on the edge of the church. Uh, I'm coming all the way in. Uh, No more just showing up, uh, but never changing. Uh, No more just saying, I want to live it my own way. Uh, The bridge is out, uh, and I'm trying to Stop somebody's car. Come on, if you're gonna pray, do it with everything you've got. This is where Cornerstone's got to come through with this preacher right now. You got to build an atmosphere. Come on, you got to lift your voice. I pray a spirit of conviction would break through the walls right now. Come on, we're not just gonna slow down the drive. We're gonna stop the car before it's too late. I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna pray till I pray through. You hear me, young man, and you hear me loud and clear. You're sacrificing your soul in a vehicle called lust. You've got to put the brakes on that thing before it pulls you out of the bridge. You've got to slam the brakes, jerk that car in a 180, and turn that thing around. I've come to preach to some people in this house. You're coming to lift your hands, but you're good back in that vehicle of sin, and you're just speeding up, headed to a destruction, and you're saying the weather's clear. I'm fine. Preacher, get out of my lane. Leave my television alone. Leave my alcohol alone. Leave my bitterness alone. Leave my immorality alone. Leave my curse words alone. Leave my beer alone. Leave my immodest clothing alone. Leave my makeup alone. But you don't understand that you're headed toward a place where the bridge has been washed out. You've got to hit the brakes and lay it at the altar. My God, pray. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, get in this altar. Backslider, stop your car and get in this altar. Go. Pray. Pray till you pray through. Pray till you're speaking with tongues. Pray till you've completely laid sin on this altar. The bridge is out. Stop the car while you've still got road left in your life. Come on, I curse the vehicle of rebellion that is speeding like a bullet to go over the edge in somebody's life. I curse the vehicle called bitterness that is picking up speed like a freight train uh, trying to drag someone off this bridge Uh, I curse the spirits of offense uh, that's mad at this crazy preacher for naming your favorite sin and I plead uh, that you'd realize that you're headed to a place where there's just destruction Uh, would you get out of your car and help this preacher flag other vehicles down and tell them don't go that way the bridge is out and I'm trying to save your life Church, I need you to pray like you've never prayed. I need you to latch on to someone and lift your voice and begin to pray with a passion. Uh, don't you whisper. Uh, I want you to pray till you feel the glory of God moving. Uh, come on, young lady. Uh, you pray uh, until you begin to feel the heaviness lift. Uh, come on. My God, there it is. Push. Push. Nobody's spectating. If this is your first time here, I beg you to get in this altar and repent of your sins and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. Don't let the vehicle of false religion take you to the abyss of destruction. If you're in spirits of hell, I beg you to get in this altar and pump the brakes in your life and let God begin to break the chains. Come on, it's Holy Ghost Sunday. Come on, it's Restoration Sunday. God's lifted people from the abyss of distractions. God's lifted people from issues and addictions and sin. Uh, God's pulling on backslider. Come on. Uh, it's Deliverance Sunday. Uh, pray them through. Uh, don't whisper them through. Pray them through. Uh, we're breaking the spirit of hell. Uh, we're taking that car out of fifth gear. Uh, and we're bringing it down to park right now. Uh, and we're going to stay here uh, until things begin to break loose. Uh, you don't stop praying till you've emptied your heart of sin. Uh, you don't stop praying uh, till you begin to speak in other tongues uh, as the Spirit gives the utterance. Uh, Prayer warriors, would you close your eyes uh, and begin to get into intercession and travail right now? Uh, Come on. uh, There's people that are trying to swerve past me. Uh, There's people trying to jerk their car in another lane. uh, And I'm trying to dive in front of you. The bridge is out. Would you pray? Do you pray through? Come on, pray. Pray. Cornerstone, lift your voice. Help us pray. Come on. I feel that oppressive spirit of hell trying to silence this altar call. Devil, you're a liar. You've had control of my steering wheel for too long. You will not stop me from breaking through in this altar. You will not keep me rocketing down this road toward a bridge that's been exploded. Come on, church. Pray. Push this thing through. I need you to lift your voice. Help that person you're praying with pray till they feel the loosing of the Holy Ghost. Come on, God's going to lift some depression. God's going to lift the spirit up here. There's mercy. There's joy. There's peace here today. God's going to lift up your head. God's going to restore the joy of his salvation. God's going to break the chains of sin. Come on, somebody. God's got in between you and the bridge. And he's saying, stop. I've got deliverance for you. Come on, God's starting to shift some stuff in this altar. Come on, don't let that voice of hell talk to you. Well, that's pretty good, preacher. But that preacher is just a little too dramatic. Would you get out of it in front of my car, preacher? Would you get out of my lane? Uh, come on. Uh, you almost That's pretty emotional, preacher. Uh, but I think you're just making a too big deal out of it. Uh, it's not that bad. Uh, sin's not that big a deal. Uh, it's just a little immorality. Uh, it's just a little anger. Come on. Uh, come on. Uh, you don't even realize that, that the road you're speeding down uh, doesn't have a bridge in front of you. Uh, I don't know how much road you've got left, uh, but I'm losing my mind telling somebody. Somebody, the bridge is out. Would you please pray till you pray through to the Holy Ghost and make up your mind? I'm going to live for God with everything I've got, and there's no going back. That's it. There's a breakthrough in this altar. Come on. Well, I've got time, preacher. I've got time. There's still plenty of road left. I'll get right one day. Come on. God's filling somebody with the Holy Ghost right now. She's speaking with other tongues. Uh, Come on. Lift your voice and let God do it for you in this place right now. But preacher, I've got plenty of road left. You don't know how much road you've got. Stop the vehicle in this altar. Come on, backslider. I'm pleading with you. Come back to where you belong. Come on, I'll get right one day. You've been saying that for years. Let today be that day while you've still got room in your road.